0: You've selected country AF radio on demand.
1: can take it with me anywhere. I love
0: it. Plays whatever I want. You've heard of TED Talks. Now listen to Toad Talks.
1: Toad's sitting here with Chris Bandy. How are you doing today, brother?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm awesome, dude. You're here.
0: I, there we go.
1: Dude, <laughs> last time I looked it up just yesterday, I was playing with, uh, it was October 17th. Okay. Um. Pretty weird. I only really know that because I pulled it up yesterday. and I was going to use it as a piece, but I ran out of time. Um. And I actually want to pull just the audio out of it and play it on Country okay. F Radio. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Perfect. But that was the last time we saw you. That
0: was October. It was uh was it CRS week?
1: N- no, Aiba.
0: Yeah, Aiba. It was Aiba yeah. week, and I had just gotten back. Um. Uh, was it a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning? Something and we like had that. A, we had a uh, at the Omni. Yep. Yes. Met at a hotel room. Yeah, kind of weird, but whatever. The nicest hotel room I've ever been in.
1: <laughs> Me too. I didn't. <laughs> that wasn't even my room. That was Chris's room. I think if if I, if I if I got this right, I wasn't even staying there. I think I was staying at the Hutton.
0: Okay, <laughs> they shipped you in.
1: Yeah, something like that. Chris had his room there. Okay. Yeah, that's that trip. That's a whole another story. That trip got so fucked up because we were supposed to be there for six days, and there was a group of three of us or four of us yep. or something like that, and we ended up with two rooms, two different locations, one room for three days, one room for four days.
0: Coinciding or back to back? No, that's it. Okay. But we were
1: the, both there for six days. The rooms were that. So you sit back and go, okay. Well, you're fired. Well, <laughs> either that or we'll just um, delegate that to someone that knows exactly. what they're doing. But yeah. So what's been going on since? Then? You got two new singles out.
0: Two new singles. We put out two new singles last week. Um, only one just hit. I believe a hundred thousand streams in two weeks, which it- is.
1: Is it playlisted?
0: It is playlisted. It's on Wild Country on Spotify, dude. How rad is that? So it is awesome. Um, Spotify has just been an amazing platform for independent artists and and artists, you know, all over the board because it erases, it it blurs lines. An independent artist can be on the same, you know, playlist as (laughs) same level, exactly same level as someone who has ten number ones, right? it was last year was amazing. We were featured on Hot Country on uh, Spotify, and we're celebrating 42 million streams on the song that was featured on Hot Country. Is that man enough now? Man enough now? Jesus yes, Christ! Sir. So
1: Dude, doesn't get any better than it that. It
0: does not. It does not. It's been amazing, um, and just we're getting people at shows singing the Words of the songs, which I never thought would happen, and dreams are coming true, which is amazing.
1: I remember asking you about that, and it was part of the video that I watched. (laughs) That I just it's so fresh in my head because my girlfriend was there with me, yes. And when we got done with it, she had actually gone to the restroom at that particular point when you were talking about the song. You said you wrote it about your ex and something about, and I was like, dude, I hope you don't tell your new girl. And you're like, oh, she knows, like that. And I was like,
0: fuck, I sat back, I was like, God, my girl wouldn't get that, that's for damn sure. Glad (laughs) she was out of the room then. I think it worked because I had written it before I met my girlfriend friend now you gotcha. so uh
1: yeah go ahead and save yourself on that exactly, one
0: exactly <laughs> exactly
1: she's coming out tonight
0: she is she will be here she's probably on a plane right now from nashville from nashville yes how, sir how exciting is so that we made a we made a weekend out of it um we just decided that we were going to stay saturday tomorrow night um yeah hang out we're probably going to go see a show I what are you going to go but, see i don't know yet i want to go see the michael jackson dude i've heard nothing sir but Giselaire. good things
1: yeah one it's called right one yeah yep i've heard nothing but good things about it
0: so that okay good
1: yeah I don't, I'm, I'm here, so it's kind of like if I said, hey, dude, you ever go down to Broadway? You'd be like, uh, no, I don't ever go down on the strip. Yep. So it's kind of like our weekends. Like tonight, I always stay Friday nights for the band. Yep. That sort of thing. And then Saturday, Sunday, it's kind of like we go to the lake. That's, a, that's, uh, what, that's what we uh, like hab- to do. Habes- Mead. Okay. Yeah. Havasu? Ha- uh, Havasu is about two, two and a half, three hours away. Okay. Maybe a little bit longer. I haven't been there since I was a kid. Okay. Like, like before my son was born. <laughs> Way before. Because that place, you don't go there just to hang out. You go there. It's wide open. Oh, yeah? It's, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a party place. There we go. Are you guys staying at the Silverton again tomorrow night? It's uh, been the whole weekend night. night,
0: no. We are actually, we're heading down to the Strip. Really? So we'll be down on the Strip. Apparently, there's something going on this weekend. Um, I was told that there's a Microsoft convention oh, in shit. town. Oh, yeah. So, like, every hotel was just, the but prices were,
1: Through the roof. roof. But, uh. Well, you got a room, though. We got
0: a room. We got a, I had so. to haggle somebody.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with that. Dude, Vegas is not about what you know. It's about who you exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> it really is. Exactly. First time playing in Vegas? First time playing
0: in Vegas? No, I'm sorry. We played in December at um, the NFR.
1: Okay. Where'd you um, play at then?
0: Caesars Palace. At the I knew Cleop- that. Cleopatra. I totally March. knew that because
1: we were going to come out and see you, yep. but it was kind of like, yeah, I'm not seeing any more music because there was a lot of shit in town.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think and who it we was, It was right before the holidays. Everything was shutting down. Right. But, How was uh, that show? It was great. It was great there was we, uh, you,
1: you played with a couple other artists too
0: they, so it was a uh, it was a whole activation um there's Fillmore was right. here um, we like that dude yeah and He's i'm cool. not sure any i don't know who else was was through, but it was like a thursday friday saturday sunday Monday, Tuesday that they had some you, people out so You we only played, played one you just played one night, so okay. everybody was in um the the boots on stage guys right. out of l a we were booking it in um Doing everything and it's been it was great. We had a lot of fun. I don't think, I don't think I've ever been so hungover as I was (laughs) for that flight. I thought that we could stay up. Our flight we had to be at the airport at like four forty-five. Yeah, I
1: was like, oh, we we can
0: stay up until four forty-five. I've done this before. Right. Um, like three thirty started rolling around and I was like, I need to go to bed. I need to hit the hay. And uh, got back. I we had to wake up my guitarist and drummer, because they, their alarms didn't go off. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we were rolling in on like 30 minutes of sleep, and it was rough.
1: I can tell you that 90% of the artists that come through here are Flight dates. <laughs> and so, I always ask them, dude, what time are you leaving tomorrow? They're like, do we have to be at the airport at 6? I'm like, who the fuck does that, See? dude? Like, who does that? And I'm like, they're like, dude, our tour guy booked it. And I'm like, that's like, you come to Vegas and everybody says the same thing. You have two choices. You either
0: yep. go to bed late. right after
1: the show. No, like literally, get done with the show. Oh, yeah. oh, don't yeah. hang out and be that guy. Or you just stay up. Yep. And everybody stays up.
0: We uh, Luckily, I learned my lesson that time. And the cheaper flights are always the early morning flights or the yes. late at night. So, the guys are flying out tomorrow at... uh like 7 p.m. So I gave oh, him the day. Oh, lucky. So, yeah. Lucky. So gotta, we don't have to rush. We don't have to...
1: And you get to stay another night.
0: I get to stay another night. That's that's right. So And we're flying out again at night. I, I, I'm, I learned night. from my mistakes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Dude, we just... Uh, I was looking at booking our trip back to um, Nashville in August because the ACM nominated us for Night Club of the Year.
0: Hell yeah. Congratulations. We, did, we didn't
1: win, but the nomination for me is a... That's the, just to get the amazing. nod is huge. It's, it's huge. amazing. It's totally huge. So, we're going to go back, and everyone's like, dude, are you coming? We're like, hell yeah, we're coming. They're like, it's stonies. Of course, you're going to just show up. I'm right. like, well, why wouldn't we? Like, that's the way we roll. Yep. So, I was just looking at flights, and I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, man, we can either leave early in the morning or late at night. And because the middle flights, they're 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 not um, connecting. Non-stop. Or they're non
0: nonstop? So they're all connecting.
1: Yeah, so it's like six and a half seven hour flight versus three and a half. That's I'm like, no 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 no, we're gonna figure this one out. Yep. So we're finalizing our plans. We're gonna be out there for a week. Uh, Derek Jones was just here last week. Okay, and he said he's got a residency right next to the hutton at some place there. Awesome, um, called. I don't want the room. I don't know what to the you row. Call it. The row. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mondays and Wednesdays. So I'm like, dude, we'll go Monday because Wednesday we have to go the other thing. But so now it's kind of like I know what's going to happen. Friday night I got Ben Gallagher here. Saturday night we got a big event. I have to be here for. Chris is staying in Nashville. I'm like, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to leave Thursday night. Everyone's going to be like, dude, Friday nights when it's was going the on. Best. <laughs> yes,
0: it was the best. And I'm
1: going to get screwed, screwed the pooch on that one. But I'll come back. Whatever.
0: Good. Yeah. You're always welcome, dude. Yes, I love I mean, it there. We. Uh it's, it's a party. We're, we're trying to catch up to Vegas. I don't want you to. <laughs> I actually liked
1: Lucas. Sp- speaking of this, this ball yes. thing, we went to Lucas Hogue's house when we were out there and uh, had dinner at his house, and he lives way out in the okay. sticks. And I like that side of it. Like, oh, yeah. The whole downtown Broadway thing is yep. like the strip here. Yep. And I don't know why they're not um, They're building up, but they're not doing anything for your roads there. I don't understand they that. They
0: are not doing anything for our roads there. They are not. It's, um, it's a flat tire waiting to happen right. every time you
1: drive. Yeah, it's rough. Have you been? Have you seen Luke's new place there? I have not. I saw something in an email the other day. Oh wait, Luke Bryan's? Yes. Luke uh,
0: so yes, That's I just what I saw the other day um, that he's building a bar. Everyone's getting a bar. Right. Everyone's getting a bar on Broadway.
1: Uh, I walked into the FGL house thing and I was just like, I don't get it. Walked out and I was like, I dudes are cool, but I don't just don't get it. I mean, I guess you just put your name on a. I don't know.
0: I think so. Way back in the day. They used to have, and, and don't quote me on this, but artists would have uh, memorabilia shops. Right. And so it would be like Johnny Cash's memorabilia shop.
1: Right across from that is Johnny Cash's. Museum. yes
0: um, And so now it's just, they're selling, uh, they still have their, their names on Broadway, but uh, they're selling liquor and not So crazy.
1: I think my favorite place there is the candy store that's <laughs> right gone, down there. It's gone, right? I don't know. I mean, last time I was there, it was there. The place that makes the brittle and the, dude, it's nothing but candy. It's like, not far from. I think it's gone. That would suck. I, I the old think guy it's there gone. with no
0: teeth. I think it's gone. Oh man. They used to have an amazing ice cream shop there too. And it's gone. It's gone.
1: Did you play a lot on Broadway?
0: I did not. I think I played on Broadway maybe five times. Right. Um, and realized that it wasn't really my. My style. Right. Um,
1: because of what is That's one of those things where people ask you to play a song and throw coins into a...
0: A little bit of that. Um, it's just so, so strenuous. Yeah. They, you wake up. I had two roommates that play on Broadway. And there's no set schedule. So you can get a call at 7 a.m. that's like, hey, we need you from 2 to 8 p.m. tonight.
1: And if you say Be no ready. one and you play if you say no one time you're done. Yeah. Right.
0: So uh I filled in for a few friends here and there, but I like a little more structure in my life. Right. I, I need some structure. Um but it's a it's a great gig down on Broadway. I my friends do very well. Um they love it. You get a new crowd every night. Right. Um and I wanted to focus more on playing my own songs. Right. Writing my own songs, playing my own songs. Um but yeah, not a, not a knock on Broadway at all. It's it's a a great time, great town, and if you're playing music, it Dude, we Nashville's were, the place. To well, be. We were down
1: there. I think it, it reminded me of, <coughs> excuse me, remind me of Sixth um, Street in uh, Austin.
0: I've never been to Austin. I, I need w- to check it out.
1: It's pretty cool. I went for South by Southwest probably okay. like six or s- seven times, and really just. I actually did a showcase there one year. It was probably the best time of my life I've ever okay. had because you're totally different from a, just a person versus a, doing your own show. Right. But you walk and it's it's reminiscent of Broadway, but just different genre.
0: So we, um, so I played Chicago this Wednesday, and Southwest lost my one of my bags, my pedal board, right. and uh, so they gave me a hundred dollar voucher for that, and then. Somehow it got sent to Vegas, then sent back to Chicago and it came back last night at like midnight. Here? Here. Right. At my uh hotel with a, another hundred dollar voucher. So I may have to uh we may have to go to Austin.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: I've heard nothing but great things.
1: It's it's you know what? It's it's um if you go during that you'll see so much music you won't know what, what to do. It's oh, yeah. but it's all I mean, those are all artists trying to make it. Yep. And that's kinda cool. That's what I liked about it. I got to see bands that I'm one of those guys like I liked the killers before they got their deal. Right. Now I can whatever it is what it is i don't even care um i have a plaque on my wall that says thanks because i helped them get their deal there you go so, so it was one of those things where i just sit back and we had our tailgate out in the parking lot okay and Fillmore played that um but i was all about the mitchell ten pennies was
0: this acms yeah that, yes and kale played yeah. and Fillmore. yeah awesome yeah.
1: i was all about these other artists and then towards the end of the night not that i don't like john party or kit yeah. Moore, but i mean i've seen them so it's right. this kind of, i would john party played here three years ago. Okay. So my attitude is like, dude, I liked you when you were this big, not when you're, not that, I don't know. I'm all into the guys that are grinding it out. Right. Like, uh, um, I saw this, uh, I, I, like Austin Jenks blew me, oh, awa- yeah. blew me away. Mitchell Tenpenny was awesome. And I just yep. sit back and I'm like, that's where, that's why I love what, what we do here because yeah. we get to see these guys grow. And Russell still is the same person he was when the, exactly. the and first time he Exactly. That's what we walked you love here. to see. Love yes. to see. And it's, uh, we've seen a couple that have come through a couple times that have gotten a little bit too big for their britches. And it's kind of like, yeah, that sucks because karma's a bitch. It is. But I mean, it'll come back. Dude. It will come back. So I asked you once before about Man Enough Now, but I never got a chance to post it anywhere. So how did that
0: song come about? So I was actually just thinking one day, and like I said, I'm going to preface this before, My Girlfriend Now. Um, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> which I would love so much. Um, I was just thinking about an ex in a, a previous relationship, and it had been maybe you know 3 or 4 years since we had even last spoken and i thought you know i'm not the same dumb kid that i was right at that time when we were dating um and i thought to myself if i had met her today and went through the same things would we still have broken up or would we be together because All i'm right. man enough for a relationship now sure and so i had that idea and i was circulating some ideas and some words to go with it and and Chords and stuff like that and I brought it into a writing session with two of my best friends in town, Jason Massey and Jason Duke. And um I brought this idea and I was like, all right, listen, I was dating this girl in college and stuff. It didn't work out and I'm thinking of the ideas and the title's Man Enough Now. Like I couldn't I wasn't, you know, mature enough to be in the relationship then, but I am now because I'm man enough now. Right. And they were like, We love that. We love that. An hour and a half the song was written. Huh. And we sat there for uh so we drop an S-bomb in the uh, in the song, and we, we sat there for 30 minutes trying to be like, can we say shit in the song? Can we not? Um, and ultimately, we were like, well, you know what? It says it in the strongest way that everyone can relate to. Let's roll with it. Done. And so we did. And um, nobody's gotten upset with us yet, which is good.
1: <laughs> No, I think that the neatest thing about this genre of music and people that write um, in this genre, uh, um, it's stuff that means something. That, exactly. That almost everybody, if it's, if it's, I've learned just from doing this this part of everything for like three years now, talking to these artists and finding out who's written with them and how they write, you find out if it's genuine, people are going to relate to oh, it. Oh yeah, just, very much so. Just because it's a good thing. And you, you didn't do anything different than anybody else no. did as far as life. Yeah. But you just presented it in a way that people can relate to exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's... And then the other two,
0: uh, you got two new ones out. got two new ones, only one, and um, Rain Man. And Rain Man, <laughs> I have the dumbest story of how I came up with the idea of Rain Man. Perfect. Have you ever seen the movie? Absolutely. So Dustin a, Hoffman. Dustin right? Hoffman. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie where a waitress drops a box of toothpicks. And Dustin Hoffman can lo- looks at it for a second and can tell how many right. toothpicks there were. <laughs> I was hanging a TV at my house, and I dropped a box of screws. I was like, oh, if I was Rain Man, I could tell how many screws there were down there. Rain Man. It's a pretty cool title. Like, come on, Mr. Rain Man, I can't take another sunny day, man. Like, I need a, I need a rainy day, man. Right. And I brought it into, again, Jason Massey and uh, another writer, Andy Albert, and I was like, I have this idea. If y'all think it's stupid, it's fine. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think it's kind of unique as well. Um, but I was like, it's kind of got this reggae vibe, and it's called Rain Man, and it's You you make it feel like a happy song, but you're really this guy that cannot. You need it to rain because you don't want to go outside and be with anybody. You just want to be depressed, right, the entire time. Um, And they were like, "We love that. Let's do it. Let's do it." And that one actually fell out fairly quickly as well. We we got together at like eleven and we're done by twelve thirty. Holy shit!
1: Yeah. And then you just went and recorded it exactly. Do these guys sing as well that you write with?
0: Yeah. Um, everybody in Nashville can pretty much hum a, hum a tune right um,
1: no but I mean are they following the same career that you are or are they so more writers they're staff writers okay
0: they're writers um, and they're they're great writers um, Andy has had a lot of success as well he wrote um, um, Blake Shelton's um, oh the one with the the spelling of the words why can uh, I not I think put, the name I put right the now? R yes in car yeah, yeah. And that one, yeah he wrote um, that he wrote that one good for him um Amongst others, and Jason Massey produces Kelsey Bellarini. Don't know who she Um, is. (laughs) Small act out of Nashville. Um, She's she's trying to make it. She's trying to make it. Um, She's had a lot of success in the indie markets. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: Indie, I mean individual. Exactly.
0: Um, But and I got fortunate enough that I met him. You know, not too long after I moved to town, and not too long after he signed his first deal before. Kelsey was doing anything before any of us were really doing anything, and uh, we became great friends and and great co writers, and we've been working together ever since. It's crazy how the network works, exactly, like that. exactly. And this is where you know, being an asshole and getting too big for your britches kind of comes back to, Dude, to bite just, you because it's such literally. a small town that people hear things. It's funny because uh, hearing things, we have artists that are from
1: Vegas that go out and try and do stuff, and they go to other. Um, Venues and say stuff that they probably shouldn't say, and it always comes back. And it's just kind of like you sit back and go, "Dude, like I what? You that? have an example?" Nah, I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I need to but, figure out what uh, I do to yeah. stop saying on stage. <laughs> 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 Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you, dude. So I like am super excited because we have um an office now in Nashville. No way, we do. Uh, I don't know exactly How new where is that. <laughs> couple weeks okay so uh a group that we work with kincaid group um, okay. they moved their offices and they gave us an office there so that is awesome i'm in august i'm super stoked to go there because i want to set it up but at the same time like i want to do what we did at um the omni yes and just start like doing these things where we come out two three times a year because truth be told um a lot of the artists we find are by word of mouth right or um i forget how you even got there that day i don't know
0: i who. think it was probably my booking agent
1: brendan Probably. Yep. But that was like the neatest thing in the world because we saw like four or five artists. And the neat part was, is like, I can listen to some songs with some of the artists that came through there and go, oh, they'd fit here. Mm-hmm. But after we did what we did, they're going, there's no way that they would that they would work here. There's no way. But it just like worked itself out. I mean, for us, it's neat because I get to see an artist play. Yep. Uh, put them on the spot. See how, um for me, it's kind of like, this place is so different because... um we are a dance club first, yep. live music venue second. So, what you'll see tonight is you'll see people more dancing than anything. Okay. And it's kind of a neat vibe because a lot of people go, Do you like to go to the show and just see everybody's faces? But you see them in a different light here because they're out there dancing. Yep. And that's how I always go, Chris will send me music. And I'll be like, Dude, that's not going to fit here, bro. That's <laughs> not, think about it, dude. Think about it. And sometimes I'm right. Um, Chris, if you're listening more often than not, you know this. But it's kind of like we just look at a sense of, how is our crowd going to react to this and if it's danceable and that's the whole thing I mean and dude your music's great Uh, thank you so much the personality's great thank you it's kind of like I I, I still go back and believe that Nashville's a small group
0: yes it is everything
1: happens for a reason and we keep learning that and it's kind of like we told a story earlier about um, TC3 okay and one of the guys in the band um, writes a lot yep Uh, Jaren. Jaren. Uh, Chris is really good friends with him and or maybe he thinks I don't fucking know anyway (laughs) Um, they talk all the time and they talk about music and they, the, the Hannah Dasher's of oh, the world yeah? and how they work with Austin Jenks and yep. all this other kind of stuff and you sit back and you're like damn it's so small because this little thing has opened a door for us to find out about these other artists and you're writing with these people who write with other people oh, yeah. and it's like it. you have to cannot I don't know if you saw in the green room yet have you been back there? I have there? not been back there yet Dude awesome we have a sign outside the door that's our philosophy it's one word or one phrase and it's just don't be a dick that's it <laughs> Hey, and uh, we'll let you come back here a hundred times which we hope we do with the, you that's too. the
0: motto of life isn't
1: it, it? it well should be should be at least because at the end of the day you never know who you're dealing with exactly I, and, and it's
0: it's easier to be nice than it is to be a jerk you right? would think
1: so within this country f radio this is going to go up as a podcast which is kind of cool we'll take little bits out of it and put it before your music and get people <laughs> to drive them to go listen to your song some more than go listen to the podcast so we have a whole section on there called without naming names okay and I love uh, it. and, and it's more often than not it's about the guys that don't choose to be yeah. not a dick that choose to be a dick and we don't say any names we just tell the story and yeah. it's, sometimes it gets frustrating and you sit back and like um, the end of the day is like do you put your pants on just like I do and funny story I met my girlfriend over Brett Young
0: Over Brett Young.
1: uh, Over Brett Young. So she used to come here with a bunch of her girlfriends and dance all the time. Okay. My favorite thing about this place is when I look out on the dance floor and there's people out there smiling. Oh, yeah. And that's what caught my attention with her. was like, dude. And she was friends with a lot of other friends that we had. But I went to a thing here called Country Fest one year. And someone introduced me to Brett Young. And he's like, dude, you're the guy that runs Stonies. I'm like, yeah, Toad shook hands, whatever. He's like, dude, I'm going to be there for this thing on a Sunday, but I'm staying Saturday night. Maybe I could play at your place. And I'm like, what are you going to (laughs) need? Needless to say, he said I just need a little bit. Yeah, and I said, "Cool, let's do it." Monday morning, a song went number one. That's crazy. It was the crazy, and it was a handshake. So, when we booked the show, she came up to me. I happened to be walking through here, and she goes, "Uh, "I want to meet him. His music, just something it does. I mean, the fact that he's a handsome fellow, probably. Probably, I don't want to say that, but um, didn't hurt." And so. I go, do you want to be first or last? It's like, do you want to go first? You want to go? She goes, I want to go first. It was so funny. She was standing on the wall shaking. And I'm just like, what are you doing? This dude, like, you should tease her about that tonight. Uh, this dude is like, he does everything that you do. No yeah. different. No different. And uh, that's how we met. And it was over the country music stuff. And it's about lyrics. And it's about how people relate. Oh, and Very um, much so. I want to say the first time I heard Man Enough Now, it's kind of like, um, I used to go through this phase in my life where I always worried about what other people thought. Oh, yeah. And so that was like my my Achilles heel was, I always thought cared what other people thought. And then I finally grew up one day and I was like, shit,
0: who fucking cares? At the end of the matter. day, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't
1: matter. So my son came to me not too long ago and was like uh, um, appreciative that I was nice to his girlfriend, always nice to her, even though they've been through hell and I would say, dude, at the end of the day, you're the one that goes to bed with her, not me. So why should you ever care what I think? Yeah. You should only care about what you think. And that's kind of what, I mean, how I relate to that song. Yep. And I look at Heather, my girlfriend, how she doesn't listen to music first. She listens to lyrics first.
0: That's the best thing Yeah, right
1: there. Dude, and this genre affords that because yep. people don't write about trap queens and smoking this and, well, yeah. every now and then. But the reality is it's all relatable. It's all real life. It's, it is. It's It's
0: real. It's truth. It's real. Yeah. And that's the best thing about country music.
1: We had uh, Asha McBride in here. She ran into... Fuck, fucking girl's awesome. Yes, she is. She is, I mean, so down to earth and... Just a badass. I always forget who she ran into, but she was at some adopting a pet and ran into somebody's mom i want to say miranda lambert's mom or something but she ended up writing with them I'm like dude how was that like icon and then you're just on your way up yeah. sort of thing and she's like yeah she puts her pants on like i do it was awesome it was like a first date yeah. like we had a couple of drinks we talked about stuff see how we got along and then boom we started writing i was like dude that's so awesome because yeah. sometimes i want to just sit in the room and just watch how the prog yeah, how- you fly on the wall dude literally oh yeah yeah just kind of like because I, I always ask the question is if you're sitting – the reason why I ask you is if they sing as well. So if you're writing with two other dudes that are doing the same thing that you are, that are songwriters, but they're also trying to Artists, build a, oh yeah. a career, how do you pick who gets a song?
0: <sighs> Whoever cuts it first. <laughs>
1: is it a race? <laughs> no. Um, Heisman, I'm out.
0: <laughs> Luckily right now, and a lot of – at some point you kind of get – there's – the publishers will be like, hey, he's an artist too. Maybe it's not – best for two artists to write but I've coming up through Nashville you become friends with all these right. artists as well um, luckily I haven't had anything yet where it's been like I want to cut it no I want to cut it no I want to cut it um, but it really it's Nashville is such a friendly place yeah that say I wrote with Fillmore and I was like hey man I really love this song I think I want to cut it he'd be like dude go do it awesome I just wrote with Kanan Smith Um right for the first time in a long time last week and he was like man i want to write for you so we wrote a great song really uh yeah so it's
1: i met him one time
0: he's great he's one of the nicest people i met him when i first moved to nashville and he kind of took me under his wing and and helped me and this was um right when he had just gotten signed at universal and and things were were taking off and and doing well for him so uh for him to talk to this new kid who just moved to town i thought was the coolest thing
1: I think it's my favorite thing in the world is when you hear stories like that because nine times out of ten when you talk to an artist, and I ask them what they're doing four or five years ago. They're like bartending, and serving yeah. like that sort of thing. What? Where'd you come from?
0: I came. So I uh, grew up in St. Louis. Okay. Grew up in St. Louis. Moved to Oxford, Mississippi for school. Um, what would you go to school? For? I went to Ole Miss. Oh, I went. Uh, I went for marketing. Okay. And to stay a little bit longer, I added management information systems, which is like computer nerd stuff shit um, I do see yeah so we uh and well I, then I take back the nerd comment um <laughs> I prefer dork there we go cool. um and I learned very early on in college that one you could get into the bar without an ID you got free drinks and girls loved guys that played music sure so um I would go to the bars and I played Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday they did not serve alcohol on Sundays, so none of the bars were open, and I was playing almost every single night.
1: Wow, um, you learned your craft really fast.
0: Yeah, um, playing with just an acoustic guitar and myself, um, two three hours a night on a on a bar stool and getting a free tab and maybe like two hundred bucks a night. And at twenty, that's pretty good. Twenty one. That's that was. That's yeah. pretty good money today. Exactly. <laughs> um, and from there. I really didn't know how you, quote unquote, make it in music. I just thought, you know, I'm going to be playing at this bar and Scott Brichetta's wife's sister's mom's aunt's neighbor is going to walk in and be like, hey.
1: Dude, I saw this guy. You know, I saw
0: this guy. You need to sign him. Uh, I quickly learned that that's not how it works.
1: Not anymore, right? Um,
0: not anymore. And after I graduated, I decided to move to Nashville. I think I kept my car packed. Right after graduation, came home for Christmas, and like drove three straight days there. later, did I you have was a in friend
1: Nashville. in Nashville? Or you just kind of.
0: I had an acquaintance that I went to high school with, that had an extra room. He was a year older than me. We played hockey together. Um, hadn't talked to each other in years, and randomly ran into each other, and he was like, "Hey, we need to fill a room in Nashville if you want to come to stay with us," and so I did. Took him up on it and just started going out and meeting people. And what was your
1: first job? In Nashville. So,
0: I've been very lucky. I would just go play shows. It has oh, really? all revolved around music. How cool is that? Um, it has been, if I needed to go make a couple bucks here and there, playing in college, I kind of got to save a little bit of money. And then, if I needed to go pay rent, I would go back to St. Louis and play. Or I would go back to Oxford and play. Or where I had played coming up.
1: Where you knew you to, could make money real where quick. Where I
0: could go play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, make you know a few hundred bucks, pay my rent that's cool um i would fill in the, that few those few times um down on broadway but i've been very very lucky that um it has all revolved around music it's rare yeah it yeah. really is that's called doing what you love it really is i would sing demos as well um get a few bucks here and there um yeah all music i i wanted to focus all on music
1: dude it's pretty grand it, yeah what's next for you album? we going to do a full. So we've
0: we've started recording um we've started recording stuff and nowadays it seems like it's just a singles market and with tools like Spotify it can be. It, it can be. I can put up, you know, let these songs ride for a little bit and we've got some in our back pocket that we'll be playing tonight that we can, you know, record and throw out and I'm kind of actively cutting if I go write a song that I love. We'll go in and we'll we'll record it and if we think it's the right time we'll put it out on Spotify. You
1: do you record with the same band you play with?
0: I do not. So actually Jason Massey um he is he produces all of the stuff and he plays everything. He's a musical wizard.
1: It's kind of cool. Right? So so he'll he'll play drums guitar so we
0: outsourced jump drums on this last one but he plays all the guitars he plays the keys he plays everything outsourced like it how uh we sent it to a, another, scratch, a, a drummer
1: you sent like a scratch track to him and
0: uh, so we actually jason built it up and kind of i think he may have gone into his studio kind of told him what he wanted and um evan has a studio at his house and
1: just busted yeah, it out
0: sent it back it's kind of crazy nowadays, right?
1: It is because there's a guy here that's a good friend of mine. His name is Nick, and he he, he a rock drummer. He played with um, Seether for a little oh, while, yeah. and then he went out. Uh, he was in Static X for a while. Okay. And he does this little thing from his house where he'll play drums for people and it's do crazy tracks. How it, they can do that. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts.
0: You don't need all. You need is a laptop and a microphone. That's it. Nowadays.
1: It's scary. I have um, I have my buddy Nick that lives another Nick that's a drummer that lives in Denver, and I've got um, some buddies here that play guitar and bass. And I started this this um, this thing where uh, I used to be pretty heavy in the local music scene mar- market here. So. Okay. Um, Let's go back 15 years. As opposed years. to being
0: involved in the music scene now? <laughs>
1: well, much different because I really don't deal with any locals here. It's, okay. more, it's more about, we love the national things. I'm more that guy that, like, literally, like, I, I like the bands that are growing and still make mistakes or might make a mistake. But before they get the ego where they need this whole stage and lighting and I need my own front of house board, and then, I mean, like, that stuff gets frust- frustrating. At the end of the day, is, I mean, I get it sometimes, but other times I just don't get it. But needless to say, um, I sent some scratch stuff to uh, my buddy in um denver and he did drum tracks brought it back here and uh, i just sent it off to another friend of mine that now lives in california that sings okay so i've always had this goal in the back of my head of like i want to put together 12 songs um with people that have never sat in the same room together that is and i'm gonna do it it'll be it'll be done
0: i saw online somewhere that they have this Thing where you can actually jam and rehearse with people via like FaceTime, but right. everyone's plugged in through the same.
1: I've seen that. I have seen that.
0: Have you going to try that? No. No, okay. No. So you don't want them to meet at all. Mm-mm. All right.
1: I mean, they might have known known each other years ago, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like they really don't know each other. It's kind of like maybe they had this conversation like we had, then all of a sudden, here it goes. I'm not, uh, I play the drums a little bit for fun. Uh, I got a bass a couple years ago and just started playing for fun. By no means would I ever get in a band or record anything like that. But for me, it's kind of like I have an ear and there's things that I like. And it's kind of like when I started doing this, I was like, holy shit, this is like this is something I really want to yeah. do. Like the idea of if I can get a guitar player to put down some stuff and just have you listen to Sam Hunt's Behind the Pines. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, what's he got going there? this is keyboard thing that's going. Ding, ding, yeah. Ding. But if and then you and watch acoustic it, use a guitar and you watch it, how it's finished. Yeah. And uh, when a Keith Urban cuts it or a Billy Carrington yeah. and all of a sudden you've got this huge song. So it's that's kind of what what. I do. I don't want to say my spare time, but I started doing this a couple of years ago, and it's that's awesome. And it's it's fun. And I just sent off um, um, this one song um, to my buddy in California because I thought he was done singing, and he sends me back this twelve songs that they just did on another piece. And I was like, "Holy shit, you're still singing!" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Dude, take it. You you tried this six years ago. Finish it for yeah. for me, and then let's. I'll keep feeding you music because for me, my buddy and denver he's an it guy okay he wants to go in his basement play drums for a reason yeah and then i've got these guitar players that just love to play and are creative and don't have the outlet because they've got real jobs but they don't want to go be in a band because they're too old (laughs) but they still have this ear and it's kind of like let's have some fun yeah and i mean that's That's kind of
0: that's what it's all about it is having fun when it stops being fun yeah yeah
1: what good is it dude it's not so you're just going to keep feeding singles to us? Yeah. Eventually going to have an, an EP or a full? Are you going to put all this stuff out so on an EP? I think.
0: I mean, we've got four songs out now. An right. EP is five. Yeah. Um, we are. You know, we're trying to get a plan together. Um, and just yeah, just keep the the internet has game changer. It is a game changer. <laughs> it's been a double edged sword. Yeah. It's been um, a blessing and a curse. Um, people want things that entitlement yesterday. that min- millennial want, entitlement people people want your music yesterday right. um we just put out we just like i said we just Fast put out Friday. two new songs and people are like we need more right i'm like oh man
1: well that's why i always right. ask if you're going to stop at 5 or if you just go in and just
0: i don't know i don't know um we've got more than 5 in our back pocket right um so you you got to be a little mysterious about it you can't just put them all at once um at at least at at this point because some can kind of get lost in the in the shuffle um yeah you want to be a little mysterious about it but you also want to give the people what they want you're not signed i'm not signed
1: goals to be signed definitely yeah no
0: yeah um and um yeah that was that was the main goal when i moved to town you know have the record deal and be traveling on the bus and, and everything like that and that's still the the main goal. Awesome. Um, I've seen it from this side as an independent artist as well, though, which has kind of given me um, a better grasp on what I want to do as an artist, what I need as an artist, what, you know, um, what I would be willing to give up and what I wouldn't. Sure. Um, and I feel like if I would have gotten signed right when I moved to town, I would have been like, Ouch. you want me to wear those jeans? Yeah. You uh, want me to sing this song? Yeah, let's do it. And I kind of you know figured out what i wanted to say who i wanted to be and that comes with age that comes with doing it for a long time um and i i think i'm in a great position Heck yeah. Um yeah! playing shows we're getting to tour the world playing shows it's um, crazy.
1: it's crazy if you think about it if, if we just went back five years ago i don't think you'd be able to be doing what you're doing right now no I, with without the use of of Spotify, exactly. or anything like that, not at all. I think that's the highlight. I go back uh 20 years ago when I would interview a band and ask them. Uh, Napster just came out, and yep. I'm like, "Dude, what do you what do you guys think of the internet? And what, what do you think an MP3 is going to do to the music industry?" And everybody had these thoughts. And I would sit back, and they're like, "It's a killer." Yeah, in some sense, it is because people don't buy CDs anymore. Yep. But my favorite part about it is now um I'm an avid album vinyl collector. Okay. And so I have a lot of vinyl in my house, and it's kind of like, and we listen to it, and it's. I miss the days of of the tangible and the reading. The cracks and the
0: pops and the reading the lyrics on the. uh, Absolutely. And
1: find out where it came from and why. And I mean, this is why I do what we're doing here, because I want people to sit back and when they listen to Man Enough Now, like, why? Because we have people, I can tell you that a lot of people are going to listen to this. And the funniest part is, is you're going to gain new fans just by that. Good. And we do it on a regular basis. And they'll reach back out and go, dude, I had no idea that song was about that. Oh yeah. And that's what, or why it was about that or how it worked that way. And the part of changing who you are, um, Jake Rose, dude. I do not. He played our thing outside. His pictures that we were using on the website to promote jake rose long hair tattoos he has a song called sleeves and if you look at it you're just like fuck yeah this dude he's he's walking around at the front the day of the festival with a guitar in his back and i'm like bro i'm like you 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 playing with the band here? he's like yeah he goes i'm actually jake rose and i was like what the fuck happened to your hair first words out of my mouth i was like fuck probably not the best thing in the world to say because and then alex williams uh comes in here look like chris now all of a sudden he got signed and he's all clean cut and i'm just like what the fuck and then I interviewed Cody Johnson. Yeah? He played here. And um, his... If you ever have a chance to listen to Country AF Radio... Okay. Go to the podcast, top left corner, whether it's on the web or on your phone. Okay. uh, Because we have an app. Uh, Go listen to his interview. There's a section in there where he talks about how he knocked on every door in Nashville. Knocked on every door. And they all told him, oh, don't wear those jeans anymore. Not that shirt. Not the hair. Do this. You change your music. He's like, no, thank you. Very tipped
0: his hat and yep. walked
1: out. And I was like, and now you look at him today, I know he just did a partnership with... Yeah, he just,
0: with Warner, right? Yeah. Yep. Partnership.
1: Lord knows what... It had to benefit him. because
0: Oh, they, yeah, very much so.
1: Because they came to him and one of the things he says in the interview is like they, they said, dude, we'll give you this $5 million signing bonus or something like that. And he's like, dude, I cleared that last year. And they're exactly. like, dude, we'll give you a Prevost bus. He's like, dude, I fucking own two. Like, give me something else. Like, And it was just kind of like, I can only imagine because the only thing he's missing is radio.
0: Yep. that's it. And the dude can write. And the he's still d- selling out anywhere he goes, anywhere he plays. He played here. He's got
1: the record for the most pre-sales. Our capacity is 1167, I think. And he pre-sold just shy of 1,000 tickets. Pre-sold. And we were like, ah, sketch on the show. I booked the show and I was like, super sketch. He wanted this number up here and i'm like bro dude you play at south point for nfr or pbr every year people go there to see you and i want to say it's a free show and i'm like dude i'm not t- i can't take the risk man I, i'm not a casino i can't so we did a low number deal and a door deal paid him more than he asked for and <laughs> i'm happy right i'm super happy because i can tell you that the next two three times you come here your offer is going to be a, a little bit different because i want to benefit you as you get to be more social and yeah. you drive yourself because what we did with him is like dude, we did a door Deal. I'll pay oh, yeah. you. Here's your guarantee. Anything on and above that, I'll split with you. I said 50 50, and his dude said, Nah, I'll do 75 25. Months. Done. Fine. Let's do it. Yeah. And um, it, it was beneficial for everybody. Exactly. And he worked. We worked. Everybody worked. Yep. And it was, it's what it should be. Yep. So the end of the day is like tonight, you're going to see people singing your songs because you go. got 40 something million. Was, yeah. that, was that the number? 42. Jesus Christ. I think we like, might be at
0: 43.
1: Dude, how awesome is that? Does it, it get. Is. Let's see. Does it get any better than that?
0: It is. I mean, when we put it out, and I tell I tell this story on stage. Um, when we put it out, I'm a new. I, this was my first single, the, right. and single is such an arbitrary word now because it didn't go to radio. It didn't. You know, we didn't have any big push behind it, but it was my first song. Right. And we put it out as one song. So what else are you going to call it other than a single? Sure. Um, so forty-two point. Seven, six. How
1: fucking rad is that? Um how does that feel?
0: It's it's amazing. And like I said, I we did not think we didn't think anybody would ever hear it. Yeah. We didn't think anybody would ever hear it. I'm a brand new artist. Nobody knows who I am. Um
1: forty-two million people do.
0: Now, yeah. <laughs> we were playing shows, we were we were doing stuff, and the first week it was I don't think playlisted at all. And it had 25,000 streams. Oh, wow. Just people um, searching it out. Correct. From, I think, us playing shows and stuff like that. And I, it was getting like, yeah, it was it was doing very well. And I, I talked to, you know, my friends and stuff. And I didn't know how to gauge it. I was like, is this good? What should we be getting? And they're like, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> sure. Um, And so from there, Wild Country picked it up. Um,
1: is that? Who runs that?
0: John. It is so that, John. That's John. Um, Wild Country, and then started doing really well on Wild Country, and I was being the nerd that I am, looking at like analytics and data data mining myself, and I was like, okay, they're only getting this many amount of streams, we're getting this many amount of streams. That's like three thousand more than they are a day, right? And looking at everything and i was like this is doing really well
1: i wonder how they judge it do they have to listen to x amount of seconds before it counts as a stream i'm not sure because that would be an interesting thing to go okay so you're up against the kale dodds yeah and he's got three thousand less why do you have three thousand more and you're on the same right that sort of thing is it is it because they listen to that song and they just move forward to the next one
0: i i'm not sure yeah i'd, I I'd no be curious idea. to know that that's um, awesome
1: i mean either that or they're actually searching it out yeah which is
0: um and from there, it started doing really well. Um, CMT picked up the music video that a buddy and my, a buddy and I went out and shot as cost-effectively as we could. Um, right. We borrowed his girlfriend's sister's jeep, rented an Airbnb in Gatlinburg um, for like a 100 dollars a night, and made the music video, which has, I think, you know, three million streams on YouTube. I took um, a piece
1: of it. I'm gonna. I want to go and like one of the. My pre- hair looks a little different. It does. I chopped my hair off too. You did because someone probably told you to, right?
0: No, actually, um, I didn't tell anybody.
1: So this is what we ran at the at the beginning of the week. I I put this together. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like who's that? That dude? looks great. Yeah. So it did well. I so mean, we.
0: Uh, but actually, yeah, the hair. Uh, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want anybody to tell me no. Right. I was like, you know what, I'm. I want to cut it. I've had long hair since I was 21 years old, and um, I donated it all uh, when I cut it all too. off. And I was sitting in the, you know, the chair like shaking because I, I don't know what I was going to look like with short hair. <laughs> and um, I told the the lady cutting my hair, I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm probably sweating. And she was like, just think about it this way: some kid is going to be so very happy that they're going to get this hair. And I was like, How I long was I it? Cut it. It was. I donated 11 inches.
1: Holy cow.
0: It was long. Yeah. It was long. Donated 11 inches. um, But, uh, so the CMT picked up the music video. I (laughs) I ramble. I ramble. I go in circles. Um, And uh, CMT picked up the music video, Serious Sex and the Highway, started playing the song, um, and then it just started doing really, really well on Spotify. And they moved it to the New Boots playlist on Spotify. Love that one. And on there, it started doing better than a lot of the stuff on that too. And Spotify noticed it and added it to Hot Country and now it's on the best of 2017 Hot Country. Oh, congrats. Yep, so we were at one point, thank you so Mad much. Ass. We went from, you know, 5,000 streams a day to 30,000 streams a day to 160,000 streams a day. We were getting a million streams every like seven every once a week. Dude. Which uh was unheard of. It's huge. Um it set my expectations a little high. So uh, oh, for your next two for singles? For the next ones, yeah. So we got to.
1: So any of those get playlisted?
0: Um, only one. Did. Okay. Only one did. Um,
1: and that's been and a week to date, it's right? It's been
0: a week. Yeah. Or it's been two weeks.
1: How's it doing?
0: 100,000 streams. Nice.
1: Oh, that's what you just said. Yep. I pay attention.
0: So 100,000 streams. So it's doing really, really well. It's uh, awesome. getting a lot of saves. People are adding it to their playlists. Um,
1: Does it show you how many people follow you? Somewhere. Yeah.
0: Somewhere. Um, yeah, Spotify is is an amazing tool it it levels the playing field
1: we did a couple things with them where uh if you followed an artist and the artist was coming to play here we did pre-sale ticket things and they would send it out to their database it was i thought that was pretty cool that is amazing yeah it's kind of a neat thing i mean it's never-ending dude it's it's nuts i mean our goal with this is literally to be able to say hey man I got ten thousand people in Vegas that are listening to my station. That's and, insane. Um, so let's do some. Let's work with the artists. Like you don't need terrestrial in this market because this is what what we're doing. That's kind of like or to find a way that we could we could partner with a terrestrial station and say that like they do these things with an on the verge artist. The only oh, problem yeah. the only problem with the on the verge artists is, is they've already been here five times. That's for us because we're that far ahead. I mean, the reality is is like uh, an Austin Burke. I think he just turned. Um, um, whole lot in love to radio it's just now starting to get added okay and he was here a year and a half ago okay so our attitude is just like i mean yours hit number one he'd already played here seven times yeah and it's kind of like i well, actually didn't even hit number one yours hit just finally radio overnights and we he's already been here seven times yeah. and it's kind of like if we could find this this happy medium that works well for everyone because if this turns out to be a media-based ding it's over Mm-hmm. It's a game changer if that were to ever change because, I mean, I think we're far enough ahead. We're playing enough music. We play all three of your songs on there, and it's it's kind of neat. We just added this feature where you can do a thumbs up on it. Awesome. And the a- analytics that we that I get from that, it's kind of like we use it because what we want to do is as we grow, our Saturday thing, we're going to start doing a countdown for Country AF. Okay. But I want to play something super fun where number 11, it's my favorite number, number 11 is always – uh uh, it's not – a ranked song it okay. might always be just this brand new song that i'm yeah. digging and that's where you're going to hear it as like number 11 because everyone does something different you know and it's yep. kind of like i don't want to do the boring countdown and be like every other radio station i hey. want to do something different like yeah. hey these are the these are the artists that are getting all the thumbs up and that's awesome and use that as a benefit to the artist
0: very much and i mean it really is it really is Speaking i think of so 11 i want a lot of, not a lot I, I won a few bucks on 11 today at Rouleau. good yeah.
1: congrats you're welcome yeah
0: thank you very much thank <laughs> not you not a bad thing yeah we uh Played a little bit, bounced around the casinos a little bit. Summit Silverton, we went to uh Gold Nugget.
1: Downtown, downtown. Downtown,
0: yep. We wanted to see pawn the uh pawn stars.
1: Was there a line outside? It wasn't that long. No.
0: It moved fairly quickly.
1: So I've never driven by there without there being at least like eight or nine people outside.
0: I think yeah, about eight or nine. Maybe it's ten. So um, weird. But yeah, it was not, not Was it all you thought ever. it was gonna be? I thought it'd be a little bit bigger.
1: Yeah, the old man just passed.
0: He did. Yeah. He did, which is terrible to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life is short, man. It is. It is. He was in his seventies. So he wasn't there. even that old. No. Um Yeah, very sad to hear. But it it's, was cool. They've they've got some original Picasso paintings in there. Really? Um, yeah. How much were those? Way out of my budget, I didn't yeah. even look. Yeah. Um
1: I don't think they do they do they price it? I've never been in. I've just driven oh, by. Yeah? They they price it.
0: They do. They have prices uh-huh. on it. Um they had a Willie Mays game-worn game jersey for 40000 bucks. Holy poop. Yeah. You know,
1: dude, Willie Mays. So my, my mom and I were just talking about this not too long ago. I lived in Jersey when I was from 8 to 11. And, okay. And um, I'm not going to say that my dad was a bad dude in the casino business, but I think he was. But... Uh, um I used to play. Go watch him play softball. My dad. Well, he was friends with Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, well, Willie Mays. I actually used to have one of the softballs from the game signed by Willie Mays. I have no idea where it went, but I'm like kicking myself because I'm sure that it was worth. Holy crap! Yeah, I saw the Rat Pack. I mean, that that um, is insane. That'll age me, but I saw that. I saw Steve Martin. Uh, in Jersey, like front row, when he just first came out, and he was funny, and it was the the ticket, and it's kind of like. But I walk to my mom's house all the time, and she's playing Dean Martin all the time. Oh and, yeah, and and Frank Sinatra and um, uh, Joey, what's his name? Anyway. But I wa my mom watches all the all the time still in and then Chris downstairs was just, just telling me a story about how his dad, because his dad's old school jazz player. Okay. He's hanging out with all these rich ass jazz players, and all they do is bust each other's balls and it reminds me of the good old days. Yep. Of how that's pretty much what it all was. And yeah. Dude, if we could do anything right here, that's what we like to do is Holy bust people's cow. balls is that's that's the fun of it, dude. Yeah. I mean, these guys back then had so much fun. They didn't have a care in the world. You look at Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra talk to each other, and then they talk to Sammy Davis Jr., and they actually called him little black kid. I mean, it's just kind of funny, because back then it was like, there was so much racism, and now it's kind of like, I laughed because Jimmy Allen was sitting here a couple weeks ago, and he goes, yeah, I'm the other black guy. And I just fucking laugh because they take it slight, it's humorous, and we have fun with all these artists, and um, I want to bring it back to those days, too, and... Uh, Willie Mays. We just went off on Willie a tangent, Mays. and um, I wish I would have saved that softball because I, I probably yes, could have sold it. Yes, you could
0: have. God damn it! You should have. They had a uh, what else did they have? They had a meteor that was 4.5 billion years old.
1: How do they know? Some call and tell them.
0: Somebody smarter than me told them.
1: Yeah, Chris was on that show downstairs. Really? Yeah, he was. He took in a, um, he had a, a poker set with a gun underneath the poker set, kind of like a hidden thing. He didn't sell it to him, but they did a whole show on him no kidding he was wearing a stony shirt and everything they didn't want to give him enough money I don't think he ever wanted to sell it to be honest with you I think he just did it just to be on TV they
0: had one of my favorite movies is Willy Wonka yeah Um, they had a bunch of Willy Wonka like original posters that were signed by the whole cast for like 1800 bucks kind of cool that, that would be amazing if i had 1800 bucks hopefully mm-hmm. i keep hitting on 11
1: dude and then you can go back then dude, exactly i just want to i just want to get a message that says dude i'm taking home willie yeah <laughs> not Mays. well wait a minute shit Mays would be good i could yeah. guess then so if anyone wants to get chris bandy anything you can just run down to pawn stars, pawn stars either yeah. the
0: willie wonka or the uh the willie Mays jersey
1: would you sell them willie Mays jersey to to go get the willie wonka stuff or would you keep the jersey
0: well, I'd definitely keep the jersey. The jersey was forty thousand bucks. That's what I'm saying. You a wouldn't.
1: Car. You wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't sell it. Get the car and the Willy Wonka. No. No.
0: I'd hold on to it.
1: I don't know. I'd probably do it if I was really that much of a Willy Wonka fan. Eh. eh. It's been fun, Chris. Tell people it's how been to, awesome. Tell people how to find you online.
0: You can find me at chrisbandy.com. It's C-H-R-I-S-B-A-N-D-I dot com. Um, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, we have it all. My LinkedIn, space. for real? I probably don't have a MySpace. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, Chris Bandy Music. Uh, stay up to date with all the tours, the, uh, the tour dates that we have, and, and new music and updates and stuff like that.
1: You run your own social on I everything? I do.
0: I do. Where and I, I slack from time to time. I I was told this week that I need to get better at my social media game.
1: That's good. Where so I'm you, trying. What's your favorite one? Probably Instagram. Cool. So find him on Instagram. It's
0: probably Instagram. Um starting to tweet a little bit more. Yeah. Um but I'm really hitting the Twitter button, or the uh Instagram. Instagram.
1: Button. I think it's less intrusive. Insta? Yeah. And now you got the Insta TV, dude. IGTV. I, have,
0: I haven't even. I'm just getting into like the pictures. Right. And now they're throwing new curveballs at me. It's good for you. Yeah. Stay on top of it. Exactly. Right on. Country AF Radio's On Demand.